Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. All right, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio, or just Dungeon Crawlers, or whatever we're calling it these days. What are we calling it? Oh, no, it? you still haven't decided, so I'm not saying anything to you. are not saying anything? DCR. Wait, no. That, that's no. still yeah. radio. Game time! Game time, that's what we're calling it now. <laughs> and they'll get what that means now. Yes, they do know what that means. Hey, guys, means. so we have people with us. Yes, we do. We have uh, REACH, which is, stands for? Raising Education Through Arts, Characters, and Heroes. I'm so glad you said that, and I didn't, because I would have botched that. <laughs> All right, so we got Mandy and we got Tyler here. Um, I was going to say your last name, but I decided that's not because <laughs> it's young. If you forgot his last name, no, I remember it. Tyler Young. Yes, I know, but yes, <laughs> it's just it's better if it's just the first names. Well, now they because know now his last we name. now we don't want anyone stalking him because he's no he, you know Tyler runs around his head. I have enough of that. You have enough stalkers. Yeah, see, that's why I was thinking. Let's not give out the whole name, but you ruined it. Now everyone that now everyone that knows that he yeah sorry that everyone knows who Tyler Young is yeah <laughs> no, it's, not like, it's like Young sounds like you're sorry there oh, yeah no no they're like the Smiths here they're everywhere yeah. yeah so what is Reach what do you guys do and yeah we'll start there yeah so what we do is we go to schools and we teach history anti bullying literacy all sorts of stuff in costume because kids relate to that better and it also helps them retain the information because if they get taught by Captain America. The next time they see Captain America on TV, they're going to remember what they learned from him. Yeah. Nice. I like that. That is awesome. That, that definitely is because I remember many, many you know, times when I was in school and some like Thurl Bailey was there and giving this message and it was just like, I don't remember any of it. I just remember Thurl Bailey's hand coming out of a Corvette and it looked massive and it looked weird because this massive guy cr- crawled into this little car and then drove off. I don't remember anything else he told me. Just that one thing. Michelangelo came to my elementary school. And, and you probably us, remember that. Yes, and he told us all to do the dishes. Do the dishes. Uh, and so now I know, do the dishes. Do the dishes. And I still do them to this day. Sweet. Yeah. Wow. Thorough Bailey didn't tell me that. If he did, I don't remember. <laughs> I doubt he does his own dishes. <laughs> probably not. So, that, I mean, that's really cool. So, besides Captain America, I mean, what other characters do you guys have that show up to do the programs in that? We have a King Arthur anti-bullying program, and he'll show up with Lancelot and Galahad, and they teach using a knight's standard, I guess you can say, that everybody should be on your round table and learn to support and defend each other together in an anti-bullying aspect. We have various different superheroes that teach a superhero anti-bullying side to it, which is more or less how to be an everyday superhero, how to support your community, um, how to help with your parents and your teachers and stuff that direction. Um, we've got... 
catapult history. We have pirate history, so we have pirates that'll actually come in and teach. We have Blackbeard that comes in. Captain Hook kind of floats around and has fun with us as well. Just whatever the schools kind of ask for, we come in and have some fun with it. We have an art program. We just picked up a new volunteer that's actually going to be doing Leonardo da Vinci and helping teach art history and stuff to the kids. And then the literacy programs, we have storybook characters. We have Alice in Wonderland, Harry Potter to Lord of the Rings. What else do we have on that one? Do you remember? Just yeah. A lot. <laughs> what is catapult history? I mean, out of all that, I'm like, that's important. catapult that history. That is very important history, right? <laughs> it is. I mean, question. I have a question. Do you build catapults? Yeah, we actually... So one of the oh, things that we do is we bring in kids to, with the kids. The kids get to make their own little catapults, and we teach them the history of siege weapons. We actually recently converted it into a STEM program, so we also taught the mathematics and the engineering to the catapults and trebuchets. We actually have some larger ones that we take and actually got to sit and demo with the kids. They actually got to play with decent-sized what are the onagers and trebuchets, and then they got to go build their own little ones and shoot marshmallows around the classroom. It's awesome. My school uh, sucked. I, I, I think I need to. In teaching trebuchets, and we I, did those at BYU as well. I may have to. I may so have to hang to pick out your on brain. those days. Oh, they were fun. Although I think that one of them could have legally killed somebody. <laughs> so I'm not That's great for kids. Actually. Yeah, yeah, perfect. That's what makes it fun. That's can I, true. C- it really can we build one? And shoot one off. I have a big enough yard. Yeah, we'll build it. For yeah. You can also do the solar oven, right? Yeah. I know about that. Those Solar ovens are good, except for you need to wear sunglasses when you're dealing with those. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll burn your retinas. Yep. Mm. Had experience with that one too. <laughs> anyway, but no, um, okay, so my question was, uh, when you guys are doing these different characters like Sir Lancelot and uh, King Arthur, are you guys pulling from any specific fandom, or is it just in general, like, obviously, the, the, the kind of look that King Arthur uh, would have? It was, I was going to say, it was actually our person that we felt stood out the best as far as that position. Like, he himself is, like, one of the best volunteers we've got. Like, he is amazing in every which way. He's always trying to help everybody. He's always, like, standing up for everybody. He was very adamant with the anti-bullying program because of how he was raised and because of what he went through growing up as a kid and stuff like that. So he just kind of became our King Arthur. He fell into the spa, I guess I would say, and he's done an amazing job. The kids recognize him. Like, they see him in other places, and they're like, it's King Arthur, and get, like, all excited and stuff. So That's so cool. I always hope to be recognized for something like that. It's never happened. Well, it's happened Aren't you once, one of those Ghostbuster guys? Yes, yes. Someone actually did point that out one day, and I was, see? I was like, oh. You're the Ghostbuster guy. I need yeah. to do something different. got to do something different. I need to do something really different. Uh, but no, that's really cool. Though. Okay, so because I mean, you were saying that you were also Captain Hook from uh, Once Upon a Time. Yes. So, um, do you also pull from Captain Hook uh, the? And I forgot his name. The Robin uh, Williams one. Yes, Robin Williams, but it's not. That's not who played Captain Hook. So that's. Was, uh, oh my gosh, Justin Hoffman. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Justin Hoffman. Hoffman. <laughs> yes. so that's the Hoffman version. Do you pull out sometimes? Or the Hugh Jackman? Well, we have a, another volunteer who does uh, more uh, Dustin Hoffman's Captain Hook. So I pretty much dress up and just pull from the Killian Jones from Once Upon a Time, Captain Hook. Well, because this is probably more recognizable for, yeah. for the kids, because, I mean, that's the show that they're watching right now. Yeah. Though, a lot of times they ask me where my hat is. <laughs> nice. We also have a Peter Pan that matches up with either one of them and has fun, so it just adds to it. He has a lot of fun well, with it. You guys can have a little bit of everything. You've got a Jack Sparrow. Yes. That looks really good um i can't wait to get him back <laughs> yeah so it, it's just it's always fun i mean you guys have been at comic-con you've been at fan x 
and there's always people at your booth. I mean, it doesn't matter what. It always seems like there's people, and especially now that you have the giant pirate ship, there's always people there. So, I mean, do you get a lot of foot traffic and a lot of notoriety from that? And do you get anything out of that? Like, people just wanting, oh, I should talk to my school to have you guys come in. We get a kind of a combination. We do collect quite a bit of donations because we work purely off of donations. Mm -hmm. All of us are 100% volunteer. We are registered 501c3 as well. Um, So we don't charge the schools for any of the supplies that we bring in for all of the programs. So we explain all of this to the parents and people as they come by. We end up getting referred to a lot of schools. I think our bookings have, like, gone through the roof right now because of everybody contacting us going, wait, can you do this? Can you do that? Can we tweak it this way? And I'm like, sure, let's sit down. Let's put a plan together. Let's make it happen, which is how the STEM program contacted me. And they're like, what could we do that would match to STEM? I was like, catapults, because they're science and mathematics. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. So we rewrote the or rewrote an additional catapult history program to go in and take to the STEM program. But just, it's, we get everything there. We actually met, got a lot of connections. We met with a grant writer that wants to assist us in cool. getting some stuff set up at Comic-Con. So we get a lot of connections, a lot of new people, and we get new volunteers, a lot of people interested in helping us out. And you guys are kind of building, like, I don't want to call it a compound, but you have a, you're building like a castle and a village and a whole bunch of other stuff out. Yeah, that's the, that's the ultimate goal. I mean, yeah. right now the big thing is getting the funds to do it. Yeah. But our ultimate goal is to have a site where it can be fully immersive and interactive, where kids and families can come and they can learn what it was like to be a knight back then. They can see the different periods of history in different locations and kind of walk through a village and have it be totally an immersive experience. Basically, like a travel through time. So they're reaching through time as they travel through the site and walk through and they get to see everything from Renaissance, medieval, Romans, and just kind of push it all through time as we get going. Wow, totally. no, that's so awesome! I'm like, I want to volunteer, but I also just want to see this stuff because it sounds really cool <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, I want to go there. I want to be there. Find people with big wallets kids. that want to help us out. <laughs> They're building yeah, a castle. Big wallet, right? No, you have eight kids. You got to be able to afford that somehow, right? Yeah, that's, that's why he doesn't have going. a big wallet. <laughs> Where yeah. all the money's going. Yeah, it looks like McKay still has all my money. So. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> man, you just used that opportunity. Know, right? That's cool. Call me out on, on air. Yep. Why? What? You're the one who brought it up. I'm just sure. That was in the last episode. So, what questions do you guys have? Do you have any questions? Okay. Um. Okay, so let's see. Well, okay, because he answered the Captain Hook thing. Because I was going to say, was like, Captain Hook isn't necessarily always the greatest role model, right? So how do the kids be like that? Ah, but, but either way, that's just so cool. Like, I can't imagine what that'd be like as a kid, just like seeing. Well, Killian Jones is kind of a great one because he's kind of that redeemed. Well, Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Redeemed I was thinking of Dustin Hoffman when at first, and I'm yeah. like, so. But Dustin Hoffman's still kind of the jerk, but, you know, Killian is that redeemed. year old kid. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> My <laughs> life ambition <laughs> met. I mean, how many pirates did Rufio kill? Really, Captain Hook was doing a favor. I'm that bad person. <laughs> Let's change the direction on this one. <laughs> wow. Wow, where did you take that storyline? What? Where did you take that storyline? What, Rufio? Yeah. He kills tons of pirates. I know. He admits that. I know. And yeah. you just dashed the dreams of millions of kids. I don't know, people love Rufio. Yeah. 
Yeah, everybody loves Rufy. Oh, well, you know, pirates were never as bad as they've been made out to be in no, history. No. It's been storybooks like Treasure Island that's converted us and current media that makes us think pirates are worse than they are. And then, of course, the Somalian pirates, those guys are bad. I'm not going to dispute that. Yeah. But pirates pi- nowadays are yeah. horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Pirates in history were more or less mercenaries. They just kind of did their own thing. They didn't want to follow the regulations anymore, so they yeah. just kind of stuck out on the water. They worked for the highest bidder. They were more yeah. like soldiers. And so they kind of went that way. There's, like, a whole bunch of fun stories with, like, Captain Hornigold, which was one of the original pirates, or, like, Blackbeard was only really on the water for not even a year. He was on the water less than a year, and he sank his own ship. The reason he's the most notorious is because he tied fuses in his hair. So he would light these fuses that were tied to his hair as he was off board a ship. And it would just freak people out, and so they just run. And it made him known. So he wasn't even on the water for a year, and he did that. So and now he's forever. I learned. Like, I learned. That's what I'm saying. It's like, cool. And I'm like, I'm learning something, Look at too, that. actually. That's You're crazy. learning and something. if a pirate would have told me that, like, I totally would have, like, totally been like that. We have a blackbeard that teaches that. That's awesome. And he teaches about pirate flags and why they were, like, what they all stood for and how to make them and the different colorings that were used and stuff like that. And then we have the kids actually make flags and make maps. So. We need to go record My school was <laughs> Is that what it... Yarr. We need to grab our cameras and and film this. This is awesome. So that's what, with your guys' events, it's kind of all randomly up to the school. You guys have, like, certain monthly events of stuff, or how does that normally work out? We have our own fundraisers we hold off and on. So, like, we have one coming up next weekend on October 15th out in Stockton at the Alex Baker Memorial Ball Fields. Um, So we'll be doing, it's a literacy history type event. It's Harry Potter based, but we also have a trail ride that goes through some of the historical parts of Stockton. So Stockton, Utah, extremely old little... Yep. No middle of nowhere the town. Cafe is haunted. Blink and you miss it. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. And so we go down there and we go play. The community has asked us to come out and help Kina keep the kids entertained. So that's why we come out and do that and kind of raise money for our projects. Um, we have one set of schools. We're under a grant contract with them for them to get the grants for the funding they wanted. They needed an education not-for-profit to partner with. And so we partnered with them. So we go in and continually teach. We're on year two of the school year program so far and then other schools are just on the call on the whim whenever they call us we fit them in the schedule where they can go and kind of go from there wow that's awesome. cool. uh so how many people are in your guys's organization like is it still like growing like i don't know like yeah <laughs> yeah we're, we're still fairly small we've got a handful of volunteers that come to the majority of the school events because it's tough because we can't pay our volunteers to come and work and so most have daytime jobs and so there's very few of us who can make it to the school events right now but we do have quite a few who will come to the weekend events and the fundraisers and the stuff like that nice so if you're out there and have some free time like dressing up this is a great opportunity to kind of join you guys yeah come cosplay for a cause you get a cosplay for a cause (laughs) you get to dress up you get to teach kids and you get to dress up for fun and you're changing a kid's life it's not like Halloween is fun. I, I <laughs> love dressing all up. the time. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. You want to scare them during Halloween. You want to change their life, but for the negative, come change their life. For hey, the no, positive. no, no, no. I'm, we scare I, them I'm, positively. We scare them not to be bullies. Yeah. See, I, I'm scared. I'm doing a positive scare. I'm doing it. Yeah, okay. They're learning not to come. Steal free candy. <laughs> Steal free candy. Wait, yeah. Are you one of those guys who put the bowl like on the front door? Uh-huh. I'm coming to your house on Halloween. <laughs> and if they can get to the bowl with and get the candy without running scared, it, it's theirs. But most often they don't. They're normally running down the street screaming. And then they come back with their friends, hoping 
for a completely different outcome. And I scare him again. It's awesome. What do you do? Like a chainsaw or something? No. I don't use I don't Probably use chainsaws. Push. You never did that? Like dressed up as like a scare no, 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 I've done like this. sat on a chair. Okay. And then so, the, so, so, oh, yeah, so like course. one year. But I've never... I've, I've never been able to overscare a child because I, I think you guys are underestimating their desire for sugar and candy. Like nothing. <laughs> like when I was a kid, nothing was going to stop me from that. Sugar. They're like okay. eight. You so so one year. Okay, here's an example. One year, I sat in the chair. The bowl was in in my lap with my hands around it, and I sat there, didn't move at all, and I had a mask on, and I just sat there. And they would walk up and like, dude, I think that's real. I'm like, no, it's not. I think it's real. And they'd come up and they poke me, and I had enough padding on so it didn't feel real. And they're like, yeah, it's fake. And they go to reach their hand in them, like, and then I jump, I go, did you get enough? And they go, bolt. <laughs> and I did that all. terrifying even now. <laughs> and then, then um, the next year, I had a black cloak. I had a black cloak and I had glove, I had skeleton gloves on and I just stood in the yard holding onto a staff and they'd walk up and like, I think they'd like touch it and I wouldn't move and then they'd, they'd go. And they'd get up to the candy and because they weren't paying attention, I'd walk behind them. And then I'd just stand there, and they'd turn around after picking up the candy, and they're like, that wasn't there a minute ago. <laughs> and then they poke it. Like, Let's go around it. This is creepy. And then they start moving, and I'm like, yeah! And then they bolt. Respect reach. Yeah. <laughs> An internet site that people go to, your Facebook page, or what's, what's the best way to find out about events or how to volunteer and stuff like or that? Or donate. So reachutah.org is our website. You can find us on Facebook under Reach Utah as well. You're welcome to email us at utahreach at gmail.com as also. But we should have, we have it set up to take online donations on both Facebook and on our website. Awesome. Cool. And then if people want to also volunteer, they can find out more about that there and they get in contact with one of you guys or how does that work? Correct. They can email us or contact us through Facebook and we'll get them all set up. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. No, I mean, it's a really fun program you guys run because, you know, again, when y- you capture the kids' attention just because you're already in costume, you're making it fun for them, which is always good. If you can make it fun for a kid, they're hooked. Oh, yeah, the STEM program yeah. we taught last week, I don't think I've ever seen kids sit still for as long as they did. Was it like almost 40 minutes? Yeah. We had three sixth-grade classes just enthralled with King yeah. Arthur teaching them about siege weapons and catapults, like the mechanics to them. I was worried how that was going to go because, okay, now we're getting in-depth and kids Teaching are... weapons, they're good. Oh, yeah, they were they were excited well, to shoot stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, still, the fact that they weren't moving, that's that's impressive because most kids, after about 10, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. start getting restless. They start shifting. About thirty-five minutes, they're gone. They're, oh yeah, we've seen like, it. All right, I want to. I want to go do something else. But if they're intent, uh, I mean, you, you've got them, and that's oh, yeah. awesome. He had those kids wrapped around his fingers. It was the most amazing I've ever seen. Because wow. usually we try to keep things a lot shorter so the kids do mm-hmm. pay attention. But the way this one was designed is it was going to go longer. I'm like, we'll make it work. And we have like we had plans if they started getting distracted mm-hmm. to start pulling it away and get them more interactive and stuff. But they were like focused. Like we actually had to cut off part of it to get them to go actually shoot the stuff. Wow. Like we had to shrink it down because they were so, wow. so into it. So, so how do you deal with being in full costume? Because that can't be, you know, cool. If, in other words, I mean, it's, it's hot. Very cool, it's very hot. Yes, it's very hot. I mean, hot. it's cool to be in appearance, but... It's really hot. Plus, you're in a room full of kids. The body heat is going up. And, you know, if it's spring, early fall, that's got to be... 
rough. We're usually indoors, so that helps. Okay. So they do have the air conditioner, so the heater's on in the winter. Okay. But it just depends on what costume we're in, how bad we're impacted, and like location. So I was going to say, I think some of our outdoor events, even in our superhero costumes, get pretty yeah. strenuous with heat. But I'm all black in Agent Hills, so. Yeah, I mean, if you're like Black Widow, you're probably toasting. Yeah, yeah, well, then this misery. one's... And, and you're in black all leather, leather. Full leather coat. doesn't breathe. No. I think all your Dumbledore leather. is worse, though. Leather. Real leather. Yeah. Yeah, it is actually... Our Jack Sparrow made the coat. Wow. So it is it's a handmade leather though. coat. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, so that's... I mean, that's going to be miserable, especially in the summer. I mean, if there's no shade or anything, you're just like... You're probably losing weight by the minute mm-hmm. from sweat. It always makes me wonder why there aren't more, like winter late fall time events because a lot of people have really warm costumes and yet they never can wear it comfortably yeah it's a shame yeah i think the costumes are made for production which obviously is filming you know yeah during those cold times yeah that's probably very true on that as i say though we try to keep a lot of the the events shorter mm-hmm. it's usually i think comic-con kills us the most yeah at this point but that's like it's a marketing fundraiser event we like hardly ever get a break, but it's fun. I don't know how you do it. I mean, every time at Comic Con, I just see you're there and you're just like doing your thing, and it's like, is that guy gonna fall over? Because <laughs> you're out of everyone I see there, it's you're always there. So that's impressive. Oh yeah. Yeah, I then go to my job, which is working a night shift and have no human com. com- oh wow connection for a week it's glorious oh okay yeah. <laughs> and he gets to hide at work so at least he gets that bunch of a breather. so you work at night people don't see you mm. so so when do you sleep then <laughs> what's sleep yeah that's what i no, thought you need to see him when he's hit 24 hour marks because we've gone so he'll work a night shift and then we have a program friday morning and then a program friday afternoon and then he'll just already be up, so we end up going out somewhere. We go to, like, dinner or movies, and then he just dies. Like, it was Ant-Man. Weekend. Or not Ant-Man. It was X-Men. X-Men Apocalypse. Apocalypse well, that, and Quicksilver. that's a movie that you'd fall asleep as No, no. No, no, not dies and was, fall asleep as in laugh hysterically at the dumbest things. Yeah. Oh, wow. Quicksilver was the best. Anytime Quicksilver hit the screen, he was, like, on the floor laughing, oh, like, dying. Yeah, the two Quicksilver scenes were good. Everything else? Yes. <laughs> So. Okay, good See, to for know. for me, I just slipped into a French accent, and I can't break out of it if I go that long without sleep. Huh? Yeah, he's he's You're pretty a much French drunk. accent, huh? I can't even do a French accent. Oh, okay. So, so we need to keep you up for 24 hours and film some Monty Python and the Holy time, Grail scenes. The <laughs> I got characters to help you with that. Oh. We'll do this. Yes. Oh, my guys will be all over it. Let's do it. And then we have the trebuchet to launch a cow. Hey! Actually, I like this idea. We could Jimmy tag you up with Oliver. You guys could make a, cat- or a catapult that would launch a cow. I bet between the two of you, you could make it happen. <laughs> I'm thinking about the... the, the fake cow. Not a real cow. Oh, fake come cow. Come on. we got to see if it actually works or not. <laughs> How big is the fake cow? I mean, we're talking like a, a little... Full size. Cow. Full size fake full cow. Size. It doesn't have to be like mass. What is it? What's its yeah, mass? what is it filled with? It'd it would probably be styrofoam, I would hope, because like otherwise. Jello, so you can Jello would be funny. Jello. Jello would be fun. <laughs> candy, so it just explodes Ooh. with candy. A giant cow pinata. We could do nice. this. <laughs> Fill it with candy, have kids come, and then we just. We can make an event out of this. Yes. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Look, mommy, it's a flying cow. <laughs> Red Jello. Red Jello. Yeah. <laughs> or better yet, it's Utah. Green Jello. Oh. <laughs> This is, a great generation this is a great idea. <laughs> King Arthur and all of them run away, and then 
You would run. And then you see all the kids just flood in. I don't care how light that cow would be. It would be dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it would not feel pleasant. We could put a 60, 70 pound bag of candy and launch it. <coughs> we'll make sure nobody's over there. If Shum's listening, Shum, I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> we'll do it. Shum, yeah. I didn't do it. <laughs> Oh, I think we need to do this. I know, and, and I want to stand right. We have a whole baseball field, yeah. and if we snuck off down to the sod farm, we've got the three hundred acres down there. You could go shoot stuff. Other than if you want kids to chase the candy, we want to use the ball field. Yeah, are we doing bottle rockets? Where's the ball field too, now? Or, or not bottle rockets? Like a soda bottle rockets too? That, Ooh, that's a good science just lesson. To shoot the we have to make the rocket first. I did. Yeah. It's a science that's, lesson. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 And then you, and if you're not lucky, you get your laptop broken by. That's yeah. <laughs> Or you're unlucky and your friend pulls the cable and it and tips it just and belts you in the, yeah. in the gut. I like no redos. That's awesome. Not me, but it, it happened. We did that in sixth grade and the kid yanked and it tipped over and went boom, right? It was one of the, the job kids. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he just collapsed. Um, what about anti-bullying, Dan? Anti-bullying. That's not, or not bullying jokes. technically. It was an accident. It was awesome. (laughs) The whole class did, so it wasn't just me. Was he laughing too? No. Then it was bullying. I don't know. He didn't show up to the reunion, so I wouldn't be able to know. So he was so emotionally scarred that he couldn't come around any of you. Maybe. Hey, it wasn't me. You're the reason why they have these kind of meetings. Okay, fine. Because people don't know what bullying is. Yeah. So we have to teach them. I was just a little ginger. You should come to our next class. I got beat up all the time. You're still a little Tomorrow. ginger, but now you're old. Yeah. See, now that would be considered bullying. Yeah, McKay. That's my bad. That you're I bigger than you me. Although, by me pointing out that that's bullying, is that bullying, too? I don't think so. I, no, You bring educated. attention to bullying, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. That's you're trying to solve the problem. Okay. I'm trying to solve McKay. <laughs> Good luck. If you make fun of him because he's a bully, then yes, that's being a bully. That's bullying yeah, bullying. See, we are learning. We are learning. Everyone is. This is an educational <laughs> show. I don't think any of our shows have been educational. Have they? You learn about books, don't you? Yeah, I guess we do learn yeah, about books. books. Do you learn about games? Yeah. Learn how to play games? Yeah, we do. Why can't learning be fun? You okay. Can't. Especially with characters. Yep. Uh, I'm in a corner. <laughs> so that's why if we ever get Deadpool. like the money or when we get the money and everything set up, we'd have a whole school running taught with teachers all day long in cosplay. That's so cool. That the awesome. only school where kids are sad when they get a substitute teacher. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's school does like Harry Potter characters during Halloween. That's cool. So Every single like, I don't think teacher I has ever to had choose any character. So does ours. So does ours. It's amazing. So. They're they're doing a Hogwarts night. Next Ours week. just does literacy where my daughter's at. As long as it's a storybook character, they can do it. That's awesome. That's awesome. That yeah, is really like, cool. My school didn't have any of that. So. No, when I was in school, cool. we got to dress up whatever we wanted. Thank we dressed you. up anything we wanted, but then we did boring stuff. We didn't have cool class like creative writing or anything like that. Or Yeah, but those aren't always the best now. Build trebuchets. So we've actually done a little bit of that. We had um, Jack Sparrow teaching creative writing. He was That's teaching cool. the kids Sober how to Jack use their imaginations. Or? Yes. <laughs> Using as their That's imaginations <laughs> to write a letter on how they got off the, the island. Oh, That's cool. Oh, so. That would be a fun class. Hair yeah. from my back. Uh, yeah, stuff. I'd be afraid of what my boys would come up with. That, yeah, no, I'm not even gonna go there. I know, I know where they go. Is that what you're saying? Fart propelled like motorboat. Dude, they thought it was. They thought it was. You know, you've seen Monty Python Search for the Holy Grail. Yes. You know where there's that one animated scene where the guys have the trumpets and they bend over really far and put their trumpets to their rear ends. Yes. They thought it was hilarious. They now call that scene the butt trumpets. 
And all the what time... What else would you call it? I know. And every yeah. time they fart, I'm like, did you just fart? Nope, I just played my butt trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, this is why I want to have boys. Yeah. But then they said that was the worst movie they've ever seen in their lives. It's definitely in the top five of the worst movies. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes awesome. the worst movies are the best, it's though. It's awesome. How can you not love that movie? One of the three movies I ever felt like I just wasted an hour and a half of my life in. Wait, wait, wait. Are we what? saying negatively about this? Yes. Really? Whoa. People always talk that, that that was the funniest Whoa. movie of all time, and I watched it. I'm like, when does it get funny? And what? then I was excited for the epic war scene at the end, and then it just ends and it's over. And I'm like, alright. I was lied to by so many yeah, people. Yeah, my, 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 my kids, when they were watching, they're like, what the crap? Is this really the end? Like, oh, so I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, that's the end. They're like, this is the worst movie I've ever watched. That's yeah. hilarious. No. This is stupid. I never want to watch this again. Although I guess I really wasn't the Napoleon Dynamite fan for the exact same reason. Oh, I hate Napoleon Dynamite. It was amazing, Dynamite. and then I watched it, and I'm like, the best part was the cow. That's the only part I laugh. <laughs> I laugh every time. It's that, hilarious. That the kid's going, ah! That is so perfect humor, because you're like, oh, he's going to shoot the cow. That's funny, because, you know, it's like, yeah. we need more beef. Okay, well, oh, that's funny. And then all of a sudden, the, cow, the yeah. bus covers the scene, and you're like, oh, that's even funnier, because you're not going to see it. And then all of a sudden, boom, and all the kids are screaming, you're like, ah! That's it's a the new only, level of comedy. That's Sorry, the only the part comedy. I laugh in that entire movie. The rest of it's kind of. If we're not liking that movie, you just made it sound like it no. Was that, that's the only movie. movie. That's the only just part the of the one movie. scene. Just yeah. the one scene. That's, yeah, that's beautifully. beautifully yeah, beautiful. like the Black Knight and the Rabbit. No, it's all horrible. Dude didn't know his favorite Knight? color. We could easily get one. None shall pass. Well, it's not like those props are hard to make. Right? Yeah. we have a guy that makes armor out of steel. Wow. That's his whole nice. King Arthur outfit he handmade. He's remaking a new one right now. That's amazing. That's incredible. He's the same guy that makes the trebuchets and the onagers and stuff. So now that's good. That's going to be heavy. Can we say his name on the radio? Oliver. Oliver. I'll tell you, he's like literally like one of the most amazing volunteers we have. I love him to death. That's that's going to be that's going to be almost as bad, if not worse, than your leather. Yeah, I believe it weighs about. 50 pounds, all the armor. Yeah. I think it's more than that at this point. Because he's got the weight, and then that keeps in the heat, and not only that, the sun's on it, it's heating up even more. Well, the metal gets hot. Well, and then you have the padding that goes under it. Yeah, and all the padding. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, we move it in the shade when we have it set up for demos, because he doesn't, like, so at the Renaissance Fair at Thanksgiving Point, Mm -hmm. we set some of it up for a target, so the kids were shooting the onagers at it, and some of the rest of it we kept at the tables, and we had to keep shifting it in the shade so that they could come play with it and it wouldn't get hot. Huh. Yeah, we were shooting onagers at the the Renaissance Shoot. Farm. Yeah, it's awesome. We need to go. Yeah, she keeps inviting me, and like we haven't been able to make I it. I know. I've known you for how many years, Slacker? You want to go next yes. Saturday? Go yes. All right. You got to come next Saturday. Twelve to five. Wait, where's it? At? It's October fifteenth in Stockton. Twelve to five. Okay. I'll have to rearrange some stuff. That is. We we're playing Quidditch. First. We'll have a Quidditch yes. game. Sweet. I have a guy that makes wands that's coming out who's made a whole bunch of brand new wand designs to sell out there as well. We're going to have a scavenger hunt for horcruxes. Can we sell the, can, you, can we sell your wife on this? We should go. We should go. We have power. You guys could come set up a little mini thing or do some videos. Dude, that'd be cool too. Should we do it? Yeah. At least one. And I'm going to try to... We've got a popcorn machine. You haven't even heard about this. We did get a popcorn machine for free that we can borrow. Sweet. So we can set it up underneath the covered area at the ball field and bring down a TV and just have the Harry Potter movies running so the kids can sit and watch Harry Potter movies between things. Should I bring my proton pack? Oh, yeah. 
Halloween. You can set up all your Ghostbuster stuff, and you guys can fundraise for Ghostbusters while you're out there. I have no core with this. Ghostbusters. Well, well, there are ghosts in Hogwarts, so maybe yeah, someone needs to take care of them. Have you ever met Peeves? Yeah, no, no one did because certain people only watched the movies. They're not bustworthy. I'm just saying. You're that one Ghostbuster that accidentally went through that dimensional rift. If you really want to have some fun, supposedly the courthouse is haunted, where we will have oh, a interaction going on. You can go play Ghostbusters at the courthouse too. Yeah, go, oh, play Ghostbusters. Play Ghostbusters. go play Ghostbusters. Wow! The, the cafe yeah. in Stockton is haunted. We're not going as well. in the cafe though because it's listed for sale. So oh, it's for sale now. Huh? It's been for sale. Well, like for a while. Interested in yeah, exactly. I'm all interested, interested in the cafe for sale. There's always Mercer Cemetery. It's not too far away. Boo, Stockton no. Cemetery and Stockton Jail. My daughter will be in the Stockton Jail dressed as Moaning Myrtle. Well, would you wow! Bring so. Nice. I'm bringing the EMF meter. Okay, we should do this. Should do this. I'll have to rearrange some things. I'll have but to I think we can do it. Convince my wife. Just tell her to come play. <laughs> it shouldn't be too hard. It's Harry Potter. There's wands. There's. It's during the daytime, right? Twelve yeah. to five. Yeah, yeah twelve to five. It's just a day event for the kids. Cool. All right. For the so. kids. I'll and check with the boss. Us adults that end up showing up. Oh, adults love to come have fun. Yes. So. Build trebuchets. Yes. Wait, that's not this one. We're playing Quidditch. Yeah, we're playing Quidditch at this one. Sorry, I'm just. I've got trebuchet <laughs> in my mind now. We had the large ones out at our event back in June. We could launch pumpkins. What do you guys and watermelons. use for No, sorry. And, this is a different melons. conversation. Yes. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll have that offline. All right. What anyways. They, I don't know what they're using. So uh, they can, your website again? Oh, reachutah.org. Reachutah.org. And so check out their event in Stockton on the 15th. Um, it should be fun for you and the kiddos or just you if you don't have kiddos. Um, and if you're interested in volunteering, contributing money, check out their website and uh, yeah, everything's there for them to, to contact you at. So, all right. With that said, uh, we're out here. Second nerds. Hey, Dungeon Crawlers fans! It's time to really pull out the stops. So, what we want to do is we want you to go like our Facebook page, like uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow us on YouTube, and not only that, tell your friends about us. If there is anyone in your life, or even in at your work, that you think loves geek, loves, you know, superheroes, comic books, gaming, anything in the realm of geek, tell them about our show. We want to make this the number one hit show out there. We want to uh, let get the news out there we want our numbers to swell and we want you and everyone else to join the geek revolution so tell your friends about us like us on facebook follow us on twitter and we want to hear from you we want this the best greatest and most entertaining interactive show out there you know most podcasts are not going to be delivering what we want to deliver this next year and so far we've had a great year it's all thanks to you And we just want to keep this rolling and make things even more possible. We've got some great things in the works uh, coming down the pipeline with some amazing interviews. And the more people we can get listening to the show, liking our pages, the more interest we can get and the bigger, uh, more entertaining interviews we can get. So please, please, please help us out with this because we want to bring some amazing content to you and we can't do it without your help. So with that said, I'm going to say... We're out of here, and catch you next time. And, of course, join the Geek Revolution.